welcome back to the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, where it's okay to be uncomfortable. We're your hosts, Vanessa and Melissa. And today, we're officially wrapping up season three. How is it that we are on episode six zero six sixty, Vanessa? I know. 60. I know. It's and kind we're of nuts. ending it on a try. I love I that. <laughs> um, 60 episodes. We must just really be that uncomfortable with life. Endless <laughs> topics about how we're uncomfortable. Y'all, the other day, yesterday, Melissa was like, I don't know how we keep coming up with stuff. <laughs> Yeah, we came to the realization that we are reaching 60 episodes and we were like, wait, what? What do you mean? Like, how are we there already? Well, let's celebrate the uh, end of the season and this year, oh my gosh, by sharing, as we always do, our uncomfortable moments. Melissa. I am happy to go first and get out of the way because I have been, hopefully I'm not the only one. But because we're nearing the end of the year, because we are in the holiday season, I am just feeling about of a senioritis. And I'm like, who am I? Senioritis? Senioritis. And and the reason why I describe it as that is because I feel like school's almost out. We're going to be off for Christmas break. I'm like, don't want to do anything. Um, I've just had not really the most productive couple of days and I've been beating myself up about it. And I'm like, wait. I don't know. I feel like I'm not the only one that feels that way this time of year. So uncomfortable about uh, about that, but still experiencing it. So senioritis for someone who is very much not anywhere near some sort of school. But how or about you, vice principal or co-principal? <laughs> um, I had an uncomfortable moment. Yet Was it yesterday? Where Melissa, I think, pointed out to me that Christmas is next week. <laughs> And I was making all these plans as if I had like another week and a half, two weeks to go. Um, I was like, she was like, no, it's next week. And I was like, what do you mean? It's next week. You're like, no, it's not. It's not. And then I checked the calendar and it is. It is at the time of recording it. Christmas is next week. And I just don't, it snuck up on me. It snuck up on us all. I, it must have, because I just don't even really feel like it's Christmas if that's it's just that it's so there's so much going on you're right but i feel like we say that all the time in all seasons <laughs> there's always so much going on but this christmas specifically i don't feel like it's christmas that's just it's just so strange i definitely agree but speaking of all of these uncomfortable moments usually uncomfortable situations happen to us but once a month We actually put ourselves into uncomfortable situations on purpose. And this month, we're dragging you along with us. So in an effort to prepare ourselves for 2022, crazy, um, we decided to try five different activities to get ourselves ready for the new year. And we want you to try them with us. Melissa, before we get into that, I do actually have a question for you. Are you ready? Do you? Yes. Uh Maybe. <laughs> what makes you uncomfortable about the upcoming new year? Oh, uh, that's a doozy. Um, I feel uncomfortable with the fact that we're still in a pandemic in 2022. <sighs> I know. We were just talking about it the other day. We're like, how long? You were the one who said, how long have we been? I was like, in a pandemic for two years? <laughs> or no, you said three, three years. years. You said three. And I was like, hold your horses. She was like, no. It's, um, we're gonna get to two years first. Don't skip all the way to three. But yeah, I'm just like, 
Are we done yet? Are we I'm like I don't want to go through the whole Greek alphabet. Let's not. So I'm uncomfortable with that, but I'm also, you know, I feel this energy that I I think things are starting to shift and change for me and I want that it's like a nervous uncomfortable, I think. But I'm excited for it. I don't know. I'm just trying to be hopeful, but also real <laughs> realistic in my life. And that's just, I feel like how everyone feels in it's this like time. It's like you described several different emotions and that are all, they're all the opposite of each I'm other. all of it. I'm not a one-dimensional person, Vanessa. I am multi-dimensional. <laughs> You're like on opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> I'm scared and also excited. <laughs> Any I, I don't know. How I, mean, I, I get that. I feel that. I do. It feels weird to still be in a pandemic and I am just frustrated every single day. (laughs) Every day because every day there's some new COVID bullshit that I have to deal with at work and I'm fucking tired of it and I'm ready to be done with it, which sounds impatient of me and obviously I understand that. But okay. I don't think it's impatient of you. I think we are all, we are all waiting for it to be done, you know? Okay, so fair. I just think what makes me uncomfortable is that normally around this time of year or like after Christmas, I get hopeful and yeah. excited about, okay, this is a new year. These are things that I want to, to do or like improve in or whatever. And I feel none of that. I, one, don't even feel like this year is ending to begin with. So I, I don't <laughs> you even didn't know. didn't know it was Christmas. How, yeah, right? And then so that means I don't feel that there's a new beginning coming. It just feels like it's never ending misery. <laughs> Are you languishing, Vanessa? Oh, my gosh. I am still languishing. <laughs> and if you have no idea what that means, we definitely have an episode on it. You should listen to it. Uh, episode but yeah. 50, actually, is Thank our you. languishing episode. Yeah, I'm just languishing away here still, and Same. I'm not sure what to do with myself. So that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I'm Fair hoping enough. this activity will pick me like up out of that rut a little bit. Because yeah. I'm just this I'm is stuck why we're in here. It. Okay, well let's let's do it because I'm like I need I need to get out. Please help me. <laughs> yeah, no, that let's yeah let's get into it then. And and this is a call to action for all of you listening too. So grab a pen and 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 a notepad or your phone and your notes app, and we're gonna get into some activities that will help us prep for the new year. So we actually got this idea um, from this blogger. Her name is Sam Brown. Um, she is the founder of Smart Twenties, which is a popular personal development and lifestyle blog. Um, she actually wrote this uh, blog a while ago in 2017, but in browsing what the activities were, we're like, okay, this is something that we could do. So there's five different things um, that we're going to try here. And the first is creating a list of of your accomplishments so I'm going to quote directly from her her blog it says it's human nature to always have your sights set on what's next but if you don't appreciate what you've done then you'll never appreciate what you do so let's create a list of all of your accomplishments from the past year big and small that's a lot we can do a few (laughs) maybe in this time that we are here together Um, so Think you can think through each month and list everything out, and if needed, you can even look through your planner or social media to help you um, remember. Because you know it's been a long year, folks, and I get it. You may not know what you did um, in January, let alone I don't know what I did yesterday. So, okay, so let's get into it. Let's create a list of our accomplishments. Are you ready, Vanessa? I am, and I think in order to 
not speed up the process, but in order to put some pressure on both us and you listening at home, I feel like we should set a timer. And that way, it's kind of like a, a work burst where we're like, okay, all the accomplishments go. Um, I don't know. Sometimes a timer really helps me just like power through. Yeah. And that's something that uh, if you've had the passion planner before, those are timed exercises for these types of prompts um, is another practice that they do too. So I feel like it's it's a proven method to help you get through. Okay. I'm going to start the timer now. Time's up time to share <laughs> oh my gosh really time's already up i okay i that was had hard a, yeah it was harder than i thought um i try i know you said i could use my phone and stuff but i tried to pull from my brain which was harder and there was a yeah. point where i was like is that it like have you done nothing <laughs> yeah and and i i mean even though i used my phone i used my you know i went on instagram i tried to see what i posted throughout to remind myself mm-hmm. still wasn't helpful because i didn't post as much as i thought i did this year and then yeah it just didn't give me any real leads on anything but well we'd like to hear from you too if you've if you've done this with us so far please share your accomplishments with us because we'd love to hear them and in the spirit of sharing we're also going to share with you um things that we wrote down as well so melissa do you want to kick us off here what are your yeah 2021 accomplishments some of yeah i'll have a few here that I'm like, wow, I forgot I did that. <laughs> um, we went on a retreat in yeah, April. We did. <laughs> I thought that was last year, honestly. I was like, wow, we did that. And I say that it I put that as my accomplishment, but it's our accomplishment really. <laughs> um <laughs> I half sarcastically put down that I went outside. Like I started going outside. Like I went to a concert this I went to three concerts this year. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's it sounds small, but it's not because I also have experienced a lot of social anxiety or just weirdness about being out and about. So accomplishment noted. Good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that at first I was like, is con- going to a concert an accomplishment or like right. an indulgence, which it is an indulgence, but I, I don't know. I felt like I would definitely not. Obviously, there were no concerts happening in 2020, but yeah, the fact that I could be comfortable enough to be outside with human beings in this time Um, because you know vaxxed life makes me a little bit more comfortable with that but yeah I apply to more jobs this year than I ever have so I'm pretty proud of that because it could be a full-time job applying to jobs so it's a lot of time dedicated to that and I'm proud of myself for that so yeah what else (laughs) do you have Oh, I was just waiting oh, you're for you. I'm listening to you sharing your list of accomplishments. Oh, okay. Um, what else is that right here? I helped to plan and implement a really, what I think is a really beautiful bridal shower for my cousin as her maid of honor. Um, it helped me reconnect with my good day event side of my life where I'm like, mm. wow, I actually enjoy this stuff. It's chaos, but I love it. Um, I learned in that process too, I learned that I do like flower arranging and that's something that I would like to continue to do in the new year. Um, oh, I also pushed for a promotion at my current position. So that was like six to nine months of my life (laughs) this year. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what I wrote. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for sharing. 
Um, I, I want to note that for mine, I was a little, not surprised, but just noticed that when I started listing my accomplishments, my work accomplishments came first. And that Mm. was interesting to note for me. So it's like, okay, clearly there's a, there's a big priority there in terms of time and effort energy spent. Uh, because my, the ones that I listed in the beginning were that I became an interim co-principal. So like being trusted with that role. Um, yeah. while very stressful and annoying was also like, okay, they could have hired someone else, but they trusted that I could handle that job. Uh, I've reached three years now of being an assistant principal, which has been interesting and <laughs> a wild ride to say the least. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I met my car down payment goal. I planned on saving $7,000 for my down payment and I did it, which was super exciting. And uh, when I first set the goal, I was like, oh, can you do this in half a year? And I did it. And it, I just had to stash money away and like not do anything else. But it was nice to know that I could. It felt good. And it's worth it. Yeah, I know. And I bought my first car all by myself because they've Yay. previously been leases. I did this all by myself, big girl. Um, I turned 29, which felt kind of funny. I also put that. Okay. But I did it. You didn't want to share? You got shy? Yeah. I don't know. I just <laughs> felt like it wasn't like a legit one. But I guess it is. Um, I put it down because I'm like, I could have died. You know, like... Oh my God, mm-hmm. you are yeah. so right. We're in a pandemic. Perspective. Right. So it's like, it just honestly, making it like stress could have killed me. Honestly, at this point, like, <laughs> oh, okay, <no>. like <laughs> the fact that when I had a panic attack, I thought I was having a heart attack. Like, let's be real. I'm happy that I'm still here. You're right. Mm-hmm. That is so, an accomplishment. That it is we an accomplishment. 29. Yeah. Uh, I got out of a toxic living situation and I have my own place, which has been weird and scary and like strange because I've never lived on my own before. But here I am trying Snaps it out to you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I started like a journal hobby, a journal making hobby, and then have uploaded set journals to Amazon to yes. sell, which I'm has currently been using fun. a journal that <laughs> Vanessa has made. Thanks, Leo, for buying it for me um if you'd like one link in my bio no i'm just kidding but also like, <laughs> buy one thanks <laughs> um and then this last one that i put before time ran out uh at first didn't it, like i had to finally cave and go on my phone for this last one i just had opened instagram and i realized i transitioned my teachers from virtual school to in-person school and not just the teachers but like almost 600 kids and their families like we went from being all online to being mostly back in person and that was not so what so it's still not so what so but it's a big deal and i feel like i should be proud of that so those are my accomplishments should be you know what you remind you know how you said the first thing that came to your mind was your work accomplishments yeah i did not that was the opposite for me I didn't put any work accomplishments except for like the promotion thing. But like you made me realize that I also did a lot at work too with the virtual life (laughs) transitioning to that. And yeah, it's crazy. Well, I I do want to say before we move to the next part that I, I kind of want that to be flipped maybe where I think of my like... not professional my personal accomplishments first before my professional ones but is that a signal that I'm just like unhappy with my professional life I don't know these are big questions that are coming up from this one activity so Mm -hmm. hmm, things to consider Mm -hmm. let's move on to the next one before I spiral okay (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, well, on that note, um, the next activity that we have here is to create a list of the biggest lessons you learned. Oh, Maybe great. we will spiral, spiral in this one. <laughs> I'm perfectly um, primed so for this. <laughs> the little snippet that of the description um, is a great way to prepare for the new year is to create a list of the biggest lessons you've learned from the year that that's been. Think back on the year and create a list of all of the lessons you want to take with you into the new year. Um, again, you can look at your planner, social media accounts to refresh your memory. Um, yeah, and make sure that you don't create any lessons that will tempt you to hold yourself back or keep yourself small. That's an interesting little snippet. Like okay. negative lessons? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Maybe well, just give, scratch that. <laughs> let's, let's, give, let's give it a try. Let's take a stab at this one, huh? Okay. And um, we're putting a three-minute timer for ourselves, but, you know, when you're doing this, you can pause the podcast and then take your time with it because that's another thing um that the you know the blog post author says it's like you can take your time with this but for the sake of our podcast structure we're doing three minutes so ready vanessa i sure am okay i'm gonna start the timer right now all right that was short <laughs> i wish i had more time <laughs> I cannot I write think, as fast as I need to. I I don't know if I needed more time or if I was just having a hard time thinking about the lessons that I've learned. Because it yeah. says biggest lessons that I've learned. So I was like, is that a big lesson? Is that, is that a biggest lesson that I've learned? Yeah. Uh, do you want to share some of the things that you learned? Um, well, I'll just start off with saying I kind of agree. I spent like maybe the first, thir- I don't know, first chunk of the time trying to put the words together like I, I, I like knew the feeling of the lesson but mm. I didn't know how to put it to words that can be hard um, sometimes yeah yeah so something that I learned is that sometimes it takes fighting for something to realize it isn't worth fighting for whoa yeah and I don't think it's like a new thing that I've learned but it's definitely been reinforced this year for sure wow that's a big one yeah yeah okay crazy <laughs> Um, another one that is, is something that is kind of reflected in, in some of our episodes is that it's okay to say no. Um, mm. no is a complete sentence. Yeah. Um, so just in the theme of like boundaries and maintaining boundaries for yourself, um, for myself in this case. Um, and then another one that I wrote down was, um, that my parents are not always going to be here. Um, so to be present with them and listen, even though... Sometimes it can be difficult and I get impatient and frustrated at times when I'm trying to have conversations and yeah, it's, you know, family dynamics, but that can apply to, you know, my younger brother too, who's growing up super fast and Mm. it's, yeah, just learning to be more present with my family. Uh, I have some similar trends that I guess I'll share. One of them was that I've learned that I just need to accept my mom for who she is. Hmm. Like she is who she is and she's going to do what she wants to do. And there's no use in me (laughs) trying to fight that or change that. But with that being said, it is okay to need to set boundaries with her, whether it's boundaries on my time or physical, like just being near her or with her. Um, because it sometimes can be challenging to 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 accept someone because they yeah. it can be frustrating it can be draining 
So just having the tools to, to set some boundaries for myself has been useful. And it's a recent lesson. So there's that. There's a big one. Yeah. Uh, another one is to trust myself because I know what I'm doing. And if I don't know what I'm doing, I have the ability, the capability, I will figure it out. And that's been a big one because I've second guessed myself constantly whether it's at work or otherwise. And so just learning to just trust myself more that it'll be okay. You can do been it. One. Yeah. Another one is, hmm, which one do I want to share? A big lesson that I've learned this year is a reinforcement of something. I think I already knew, but just that I have a really amazing group of people surrounding me, a really amazing support group. And Aww. Feeling good about that because in our lesson with um, uh, with Lauren, and we were talking about gratitude, uh, she had mentioned being grateful for something also means you can be grateful for yourself because you did something to achieve that other thing. And so in my mind, I have all of these amazing people in my life that I know are there for me and supporting me. And then it makes me feel good because that means I've put in the time, the effort, the energy to cultivate those relationships. <laughs> Melissa's Wait, making why a face. Why am I getting emotional? Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, not what I need. Crying was the last. <laughs> last we out here always crying. <laughs> this is the season of tears, apparently. The season of tears on the I'm Uncomfortable podcast. So welcome. it's bound to happen. <laughs> if you cry, let us know. <laughs> Solidarity. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, so anyways. those are the maybe the biggest lessons I've learned. Those are chunky ones for the both of us. They are. But you know what? It's only December 15th at the time of recording, so we've got a few more days to learn <laughs> To learn more, more lessons. hefty lessons. Hey, oh, you never God. know. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Love that. Okay. Well, the next, the next part's not as uh, as emotionally draining. Uh, well, maybe. Who knows? I don't know what you got to do in your life. <laughs> but the next one is to book outstanding appointments. This is a doozy. So, Melissa... What appointments are you trying to book? What outstanding appointments? Yeah, do you have? so I need, I'm going to put on my calendar to t- tackle tomorrow because I was like, oh boy, do I have <laughs> appointments? <laughs> um, uh, well, one, I do get biannual reminders from my dentist to hey visit. I oh my, gosh. I got that text like yes last week and I, I don't even have respond. a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Vanessa. <laughs> So oh, is man. the dentist your appointment that you need to book? Yeah, I'm not like that's all, that's one of them. Yeah, okay. dentist definitely need to book the dentist. Mm-hmm. And then I have been sitting on um this list of therapists that I'm like have been going back and forth on oh. um, between three of them, and I'm like, oh, I should just need to take the leap and and move forward with that. So I'm going to book a consultation with mm-hmm. the top contender and then you know go into 2022 with a with a therapist because lord knows i need a therapist all right so uh dentist and therapy for you are those your two outstanding appointments okay there's okay. more but you know I'll, I'll i'll keep it to that okay <laughs> uh i definitely agree i need to see a dentist it's been a while i don't even know how long i hate the dentist so much with a fiery Aww. burning passion deep in my soul oh it lives did not know this. in the gums of my mouth <laughs> like <laughs> obviously I hate the dentist uh so hold me accountable let's definitely book that before the new yes. year yeah and 
I think I would like to, ooh, what is another appointment? You know what? It's not necessarily an appointment, uh, but it is something that I've been meaning to do. I need to raise the rent on my rental property and I've been putting it off for over a year and I just need to do it and I'm just being chicken shit about it and I just, I guess, feel bad because the pandemic and blah, 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 but also I got to live too and this was supposed to be something that made me money and right now it's just something that is like my apocalypse house because I'm breaking even. <laughs> I call it my apocalypse house. <laughs> Did I not tell you that? <laughs> no, this is news to me. Can so, it, can I go there for the apocalypse too? Then, yeah, it's me? quaint. Okay. There's a Starbucks across the street. So, <laughs> <laughs> would the Starbucks be running if the apocalypse is happening? Well, personal apocalypse. Because in my mind, oh. it's it's if everything in my life goes to shit, right? Uh-huh. I have had someone paying for this home for me. And so I can like continue the payments or whatever. Like I have a house that right. someone else has been paying for for me that I can go to if everything in my life crumbles. And it's not the worst place to be. Got so. it. See, I was here thinking that it was like the doomsday house where we could go into like into shelter. I'm thinking about the actual apocalypse. No, just personal apocalypse. No big deal. <laughs> got it. Got it. Noted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well. Definitely important appointments that we need to make sure we stay accountable for. Um, Yeah, so the next thing that we are going to do, the fourth activity, is another less, well, maybe it could be an emotional process, is cleaning out our wardrobes. Mm, It could be emotional if you do it the Marie Kondo way, where (laughs) you take all your things out of your closet, you put them on the bed or floor, whatever, and you go through each one and ask if it brings you joy. And then Mm. if not, you say thank you and you put it aside and you donate it or whatever. So it could be emotional if you do that. I actually highly recommend it, though. It sounds kind of out there if you haven't tried it yourself already but i found it to be oddly therapeutic it is therapeutic and i will say i I marie condoed that should have been on my accomplishments list is that i marie condoed my my dresser which is a big accomplishment and i did that like a number of yeah early in the year and it's still marie condoed okay like (gasps) that is a big deal yeah for it it to stay marie condoed and then i utilize the the home is it the home edit Yes. Method where it's like the colors, like yeah. the, you do it in the rainbow. And so I did that with my with my tops and like, yeah. So it's not perfect all the time, but you know, it's still it's a system. It's, it's still in and the we system. have an episode where we talk about organizing your home and systems. It's all yes. a system. So good job. Yeah. Did you clean your wardrobe out recently, though? Like, have you done that for this challenge or this try activity? So I kind of did a spin on it. You know, I think it was, I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before this that I shared that my space, as my uncomfortable moment, my space has been like such a mess, like it's been in shambles. Mm. Um, so I've had clean laundry folded, just mm-hmm. stacked, just stacked and stacked. And I just did not put it away. And so... What I did before recording this episode is that I was like, I'm setting a timer for 30 minutes and I'm just going to do it. Just put it all away, put everything that needs to be hung up in my closet, hang it back up, did that, 
cleared a whole stack of clothes and I could see my floor. Hey. Yeah. So not necessarily. I still need to do the actual like taking out the things and seeing if this is something I would wear anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And then doing a donation pile. I definitely need to do that. But I at least got to a point where it's a manageable situation where I have it at least all organized. And now I would just need to pull things out and do that system. I feel like I kind of cheated, but yeah. Well, I also feel like I kind of cheated. And at first I was not down to do this because I literally just moved. And before I moved, I did get rid of clothes, at least three bags, like brown paper bags worth of clothes and brought them to Goodwill. And so... In my mind, I was thinking, I'm exempt. This is, I don't need to do this part. I already did it. However, I am starting to realize that I do still probably have more things that I don't need. And I just need to understand I don't need three pairs of those shorts. Well, I'm sure one is fine. Um, so I think I might actually revisit this because initially I didn't want to. But I think I might actually go revisit this because I might need to simplify minim minimize the amount of things i have yeah when as you're saying that i'm like looking over at my like van at my vanity like do i need all of those products probably not and probably half of them are like you know just with the pandemic not wearing makeup and stuff i probably need to purge a lot of makeup does that count as wardrobe adjacent i feel like wardrobe adjacent we're gonna say that yeah yeah okay okay well speaking of cleaning out your wardrobe the last try or the last part of this try part five is to upgrade your surroundings now i literally upgraded my (laughs) surroundings by moving (laughs) to a new place however you don't have to move in order to do this last one so melissa can you read the description for us please yes so sometimes we're not very practical and we forego spending money on things we use we use daily to buy something pretty or something that we'll use only once in a while. So taking a look at um, the things you see and use on a daily basis and replace them if needed. So like simple things like a new pillow, a desk plant, a desk chair, pretty underwear or a decent hair dryer. Um, those things those everyday items can have a huge impact on how you feel about your life and I'm again quoting um, the blog post by Sam Brown how are you gonna upgrade your surroundings Melissa I definitely would like to get another pair of Brooklinen sheets oh they're amazing it's an investment yes Uh, yes Um, but I definitely want another pair another pair is another set another set it's like a pair of sheets another set of sheets and i would also like to i want to, i've been wanting to try those purple pillows i don't know if it's instagram that's telling me it's the most comfortable pillows in the world but Maybe. i just want to buy one and <laughs> see well i don't know if you realize this but it seems like the surroundings that you want to upgrade is your bed <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah yeah my bed is my safe place. So. Oh, there we go. Okay, so speaking to an area of need, yeah. you want to make sure your safe space is comfortable. So you want to upgrade the safe space, aka yeah. your bed. Love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, bed is a safe space. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Okay, so you moved into a completely new space. How are you I upgrading did. your... Oh, I know what it is. I, I, I think I know what it is. What is it? 
tell me. No, just I want you to say it and then no, I want to see if I No, you tell me first. What do you think it is? Did you or is it something that you've already upgraded? Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay, ready? Speaking of Instagram. <laughs> I texted Melissa and I was like, my basic bitch wear came in because <laughs> I ordered the always pan from our place. And I she also, in I the was millennial like, I, you know pink. What? I move in the millennial pink. I was like, you know what? I, it's called spice actually. Side note. Whatever. Uh, I was like, I'm moving. Pink. I don't want these plates anymore. Like I want a whole new set. And so I also bought the bowls and the plates and the glasses. And I don't even need the glasses, but it was part of the set. So I just no, bought it. It looks great. It looks so great. And I actually cooked in my new kitchen for the first time today, which I was super excited about. I used the plates. I used the bowls that I got. I used the pan. Um, This is 29, (laughs) y'all. So for Melissa, it's the bedroom, like the bed. And for Vanessa, it's the kitchen. Yeah. Look at us. Mm -hmm. These are the priorities. Being domestic AF. Hey, the the things that you want to upgrade in your life, I think, speak to your priorities at the time, right? And so uh, different different times in your life, different priorities, and that's fine. So please share with us what surroundings you're trying to upgrade. Yes. Are you trying to move like me, or are you just upgrading a specific area of your environment? Or even the whole thing, I don't know. Tell us. Tell us your life. Tell us all of it. Tell Mm -hmm. us your secrets. Tell us all your secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we always like to close our try episodes by saying if we would 10 out of 10 recommend this to a friend. So, Melissa, as my friend, would you 10 out of 10 recommend this activity, this five ways to prep for the New Year's try we did, to another friend? You're my friend, Vanessa? I didn't know that. I thought we were business partners. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, I think 10 out of 10 I would recommend this to a friend it's just yeah and then I know that again we we took our we had a timer for us for this activity but I think if you want to get some time out of your day on a free day and and take your time on this I think it's a really great exercise to just do some self-reflection before the new year and and give yourself a pat on the back for getting through this year and then um you know take those lessons that you've learned and and you know use that to project for what you would like to see in the new year ahead so yeah That's definitely good. recommend to I would friend. recommend it however i think it was nice to have someone to share it with or at least steps 1 and 2 about the accomplishments and lessons just You don't want to that- tell me about your appointments? <laughs> Actually, that's really important. We need to hold each other accountable because I need to see the dentist. Uh, (laughs) It's a must. Uh, But just having that person to bounce your ideas off of or just share, right? Like, hey, these are things that I'm proud of. These are the things that I've learned. And when Melissa was talking, it made me realize, oh, that is something that I learned. Or like, oh, that is an accomplishment too. Like turning 29, right? We both realize like that's an accomplishment. So just having someone to share it with would make it a 10 out of 10 for me. Well, thank you all for three amazing and comfortable seasons. We can't wait to come back in 2022 with all new cringy, awkward, uncomfortable moments to share with all of you. But in the meantime, please recommend our show to a fellow uncomfortable person and be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on Instagram at imuncomfortable.podcast. If you have an episode idea, we'd love to hear it. Or if you have a question or shout out, you can contact us on our website, imuncomfortablepodcast.com. Thank you.